0: Lord, even as we now meditate upon your word, speak to our hearts. Lord, wash us once again by the water of your word. Continue to teach us your ways. Continue to show us your paths. Continue to reveal your son to us. Continue to transform us a little more into the likeness of your son. Continue, Lord Jesus, to strengthen our convictions, O Lord. So that we can be prepared for the days to come. Thank you, Lord. To that and I pray that you would anoint us even in the speaking and the hearing of today's word. We thank you. We praise you. We give you glory. For in Jesus' name, amen. So, we are here in the seventh month. And uh, the promises of God always are yes and amen in Christ Jesus. Six months are over. <clears throat> so, we continue to prepare ourselves now. One... Definite appointment that we all have to keep. Um, it's just not death, because some might be raptured. Okay. Uh, one appointment is judgment, yeah, Okay, because some might get raptured, like, um, like if we are the part of the last day's church and we are the overcomers, who knows. So one definite reality, one definite appointment for all of us is judgment. The examination and the purpose of all teaching is to prepare us hmm, finally, ultimately, for that examination. Therefore, Hebrews chapter 9, verse 27 will say, And as it is appointed for man to die once, but after this, the judgment, so Christ was offered once to bear the sins of many. So that is the reason why Christ came. The whole purpose of Christ coming and taking away the sin once and for all to put away sin through the body. Through his body, once and for all, he did it. Why did he do it? So that we will all have the strength and the standing before the judgment seat of God. And that we will not be judged like the world, but what we will be judged for will be for our rewards. Look at Titus chapter 2, and this is the NIV translation. For the grace of God has appeared that offers salvation to all people. It teaches us to say no to ungodliness and worldly passions. To live self-control and upright and godly lives in this present age. It teaches us. Okay. Why? What is the whole purpose of denying ourselves all these, all these things? Next verse we'll say. While we wait, underline this, just keep this in your mind. While we wait for the blessed hope, the hope that we have, the appearing of the glory of our great God, and our Savior, Jesus Christ. That is the reason why we are denying ourselves so that we will be pre- prepared for that day. That day it will be a glorious day. Hmm? Who gave himself for us. That is the reason why he gave himself for us. To redeem us from all wickedness and to purify for himself. That is the reason why when uh, before the Lord gives the Ten Commandments, when the children of Israel are brought, are brought to Mount Sinai, where, where they will be staying for for the next 11 months when they get the law. You know what God tells them? He says, promised land is not the final destination. The final destination is me. I brought you to myself, he says. Therefore, he says, if you carefully hear, heed my voice and keep my covenant, you shall be unto me a special people, a royal priesthood and a holy nation. For all the earth is mine, but I brought you to myself. Ultimately, God has brought us to himself, not to give us promises, not to give us anything else, but because he is our promise. That is the reason why uh, he comes and tells Abraham, Abraham, I am your shield and I am your exceedingly great reward. That's a double superlative. The reward is reward, 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 triple times. That's the Hebrew word. I am your reward. The reward, the ultimate reward. I am your reward. No? So he has brought us to himself. I was uh, meditating and you know, one one particular phrase in Exodus chapter 19 caught my attention. And I'm going to center today's teaching uh based upon that i shared a bit of this with the telugu congregation but i'm gonna the whole wholesome teaching will be for you okay this is exodus chapter 19 verse 10 onwards look at this this is when this is the i gave you the context god said i brought you to myself right i brought you to myself look at what he says in verse 9 verse 10 of uh, exodus chapter 19 then the lord said to moses Hmm? Go to the people and consecrate them today and tomorrow. Okay? Today and tomorrow, consecrate them. And let them wash their clothes. And let them be ready for the third day. You see, this is, this is, this is the picture of our ultimate destination. Jesus said, today and tomorrow I will do these works and the third day I will be perfected. Today and tomorrow I will do my work and third day I will prepare. Two days he is doing his work and the third day is coming, the day when we will all stand before the judgment seat of Christ. It's a type, it's a type of, uh, Sinai was that, a, it was a precursor if you will. And let them be ready for the third day. For on the third day who will come? The Lord will come. Who will come? Mm, the Lord will come. Okay. The trump shall resound and the Lord shall Descend. Hmm. The trump shall resound, and the Lord shall descend. Even so, okay. Be ready, O my soul. Okay. So that is what he says. So what should you do? Consecrate yourself for today and tomorrow. You have to do two things: consecrate yourself, separate yourself, sanctify yourself. That is the reason why it says in Hebrews. I, I, I forget. He says he has saved us once and for all those who are being sanctified. What is the what is the what is the proof that you are saved? That you're growing in your sanctification, you're growing in your separation, in your thought life, in your th- primarily in your thought life, in the way that you are you're, you're using the will of will, the free will that God has given us, the choices that you're making, the thoughts that you're having, and the emotions now which are following those thoughts and those and that will. You're being cont- you've been transformed more and more to do the good, the acceptable, and the perfect will of God. And even as you're doing the will of God, what is happening to you? You're you're enjoying the supernatural provision, the strength of God in your life. That is the reason why Jesus says in John's Gospel, chapter 4, in verse 33 and 34, he says, My food is to do what? To do the will of God and to finish the work for which he has sent me. What do you get after you eat your food? Strength. That is a supernatural strength that we get when we start doing the will of God. That is the reason why one of the things that we should practice, and practice. it's not a law. It's by, by, by your very act of will, you should practice is fasting. You know, when you do that, you know what will happen? You will experientially know man shall not live by what? Bread alone, but by every word. That Otherwise, it's only going to be theory. <laughs> you will understand. You will understand God speaking to you. You're you hearing the voice of God even more clearly. That is the reason why the word of God circumvented all the people in, in, in Jerusalem. And where did it go to? It went to John the Baptist where? In the wilderness. A man who was separated and consecrated for 30 years. He was in the wilderness his his clothes his lifestyle everything he was he was living a life of separation so that he can be prepared until the day of his revealing uh, revelation to israel so today and tomorrow consecrate yourself and the second thing you should do what wash your clothes why on the third day he is going to come and he's going to judge the quick and the dead Hmm? so how do we do this How do we do this consecration? Revelation chapter 22 in the NIV translation brings out this beautifully, beautifully. Uh, You can read the uh, NKJV too, but look look at what it says in the NIV. Uh, In fact, if you, uh, this is, this is an IV, in one of the manuscripts, you will see this rendering. Revelation chapter 22 and NIV, uh, NIV, ESV, NASV, all these translations kind of give uh, give you this rendering, this rendering, okay, particularly then the angel of the lord angel showed me the river of the water of life as clear as crystal flowing from the throne of god and of the lamb down the middle of the great street of the city on each side of the river stood the what the tree of life bearing 12 crops of fruit yielding its fruit every month <laughs> you see it's an interesting thing you understand this look at look at this look at this okay Blessed is the man that walketh not in the council of the ungodly, not stands in the way of sinners, not sits in the seat of the council, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in his law that he meditate day and night, for he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water, shall, that shall bring forth its fruit in its season. he no, look at this. There is a season for that fruit. Here, all 12 seasons. All 12 months, season. Okay. It's interesting, you know, Jesus goes to the fig tree and he looks, at, he looks for fruit. And the word of God says, it is not time for the fruit. Ah, Jesus says, no, 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 no. Remember, uh, in the book of Ezekiel, where the tree was there, all 12 months it was bearing fruit. See, for bearing the fruit of the spirit, there is no season. Hmm. In season, out of season. That is the reason why Paul, Paul tells Timothy, be ready. When? In season, out of season, with all long-suffering, rebuke, exhort, teach. Why? Because a time will come when children or okay, people will not endure sound doctrine. Okay? All children, Guru Mukhasya, Abhyad, Okay? Revelation chapter 22. And the leaves of the tree are for the healing of the nations. No longer will there be any curse. The throne of God and the lamb of God will be in, this, will be in the city and the servants will serve. And this is awesome. You know, this is what you have to keep on reading. You know, one man of God said, you know, for 30 days I only read the book of Revelation. Then I got a hang of it. Okay. Think about it. Just read through Revelation. You may not understand. Keep on reading over and over and over again. Ultimately, you know what will happen? When you're persistent and consistent, God will open your mind and open your your understanding. It will be like fired up. Hmm? They will see his face and his name will be on their foreheads. Goes on. Verse 14. Look at this. Verse 14. Everybody, underline this in your Bible. Okay. In the NKJV, it's, it's slightly different. Blessed are those huh, who what wash their robes. Blessed are those who, that they may have the what? The right to, ent- to eat of the tree of life and may go through the gates into the city. Who are those people? Blessed are those people who have washed their clothes. That's what. That's the reason why I said, today and tomorrow consecrate yourselves and do one thing. So it's the second thing, what should you do? Wash your clothes. Wait, you know why? One day he's going to come. And that time, it's not going to be judgment. You will have the right to have the access to the tree of life. How much of the tree of life can you access? How much you have allowed the life of Christ to be manifested on this side of eternity. That much of the tree of life you will be able to access. Mm -hmm. And who are outside? Dogs are outside. Sorcerers, those who practice magic arts are outside. The sexually immoral. The murderers, idolaters, and everyone who, what? Loves and practices falsehood. Whatever you love, that's exactly what you'll practice. Hmm? If you listen to interviews of all these uh, athletes, what keeps you going? You know what they say? Oh, what is that? Oh, the word. It's all biblical term. They're plagiarists on the Bible, by the way. What is that? Oof. An uncompromising love for the sport. Love. That what, that's what keeps them going. I'm just paraphrasing. I mean, it's even more biblical actually. Hmm? It's, not coming, I mean, it's not coming to my mind. So today's teaching, I can give several uh, titles to it. Sami, you can choose, but this is my... <laughs> okay, Sami is our all man. Okay. Every man, okay? (laughs) Wash your robes and be ready, okay? Wash your robes and be ready. Verse 14 of Revelation chapter 22. Blessed are those who wash their robes, that they may have the right. Why are we washing our robes? So that we may have the right to the tree of life. So the question therefore is, who will have the right to to have access to the tree of life? Those who have Wash their clothes. Obviously, I'm just rephrasing the whole thing again and again. Okay. So therefore, let us answer this question. Who is the one who has the right to the tree of life? Genesis chapter 3. You know that chapter very well, no? God created the entire universe. Eden was created. In the Eden, there were several trees. And in the midst of the garden, there were two trees. What was there? Tree of life and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. The choices were two. I said before you, life and knowledge, not death, okay? <laughs> <laughs> understand, understand, understand this, no. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm telling you, this is this is fundamental, okay? This is fundamental. I said before you, not just life and death, life and knowledge. What does knowledge do? Pops you Life is connected with who with a person, okay. so I'm giving you access to the tree of life and the, to the tree of knowledge of good and evil, and if you eat of the tree of tree of good and of the knowledge of good and evil, you shall surely die. that's how you choose death. How do you choose death by choosing knowledge over life? I mean yesterday, pastor was made a fire statement I mean he just stuck to me if you were there in the uh, ne- listening to the Nepali meeting, and if you're too busy, please go and listen once again. You you will understand, Nepali, okay? I'm able to understand. You should also be able to understand. Hmm? You know, he he made a fired up statement. He said, you know what? It just stuck to me. He said, you can come to church and when the word of God is being preached, your hearts could be burning. But only those people who are broken will have a revelation of God. And it's like, you know, it's written like a diamond on my heart now. And my mind, it'll never go away. Those people are broken. Your hearts could be burning. You can't. You can come to church and you'll be stirred up in your, in your, in your soul and in your, I don't know, in your spirit. I don't know. But unless and until you are broken, what will you not have? still your eyes are closed. You, you need to understand. The Apostle Paul. I mean, you read Apostle Paul, you will fall in love with him also more. I mean, you should not love him more than Jesus, but you will fall in love the way you. this man took the kind of revelations that he had. No, Uh, I I was, um, this is one of the exercises that I'm doing every year now. It's like studying the book of Romans every year, not reading, studying. Okay, this is my, one of my goals in a year. I have to read and study the book of Romans every year. One man of God makes a fire, fired up statement about, about the book of Romans. He says, of all the genres in literature, there are spiritual books and there are intellectual books. What books? Spiritual books, intellectual jo- books. But the unique combination of the intellectual and the spiritual is the book of Romans. There is no other literature parallel in history which can, which can, which has this kind of a combination of the intellectual and the spiritual. And Paul has the audacity to say, this is what? My gospel. What gospel? Oh, kya hai. You see, it was two unique contributions of Apostle Paul, if you see. Because, you know what, I come from a uh, research background. When you write a research paper, you will you'll mention your co-authors. Vijay Thakota, Gattupali Aditya, Madhav Krishna. Okay? That is one of my first papers which I sent. Vijay Thakur is a primary contributor. Hmm? And you'll have Gattubali Aditya and Madhav Krishna who assisted me in my, in the process of. So if, if you, if you read through the epistles, you'll say Paul and Silvanus and Timothy, hmm? And you'll find in Colossians, you'll have Paul and so and so and so and so. So the, the, Paul had so several co-authors in some of his letters. But when it comes to Romans, Sorry sir, no co-author, this unique author. You, you'll see in some papers like that even in, 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 in universities where you have a single author single author meaning nobody gave me this idea, this is my unique idea single author papers Okay. single author contributions <laughs> and there are two single author contributions, you know what the single author contributions are one is the book of Romans which is the revelation of the gospel of the righteousness of God and the second is the book of Ephesians, or the epistle of the Ephesians, to the Ephesians, which is the revelation of the church of God. And these are the two unique contributions of the apostle Paul to the literature of Christianity, if you will. And that has become what? Scripture. Kya baat? Kya baat? I mean, so, now look at this. What do you look at this man? You look at this towering intellect. Okay? Towering intellect. You know, getting the revelation is one thing. But to be able to articulate that revelation in the most logical and the precise manner is another thing. That is <laughs> that is not normal. You, you read the book of Romans, you will say, man, how did this guy even think like this? Towering intellect. But you know how he starts? Paul. Yes. How, how does he introduce himself? Paul, a bond servant of Jesus Christ starts like that. You know why? Now he's a broken man. You know what Bible says? Because of the abundance of the revelations that he had and I believe one of the revelations that he had was the book of Romans. You know what God did? He put a messenger of Satan to buffet him so that he can be broken. And that is how he starts. He says, you know what? Christ Jesus came to save sinners. I'm taking the first place. Peter, not you. All the apostles, not you. I am the first. Who's the first? Paul chief of all sinners. That's where he starts. So what did he choose? Knowledge or life? Life. So we always are given two choices. What do you want? Knowledge or you want to have life? The choice is always two. The knowledge which will puff you up, which will, th- which will, which will make you think that you are better than others or the life of Christ which will start from, you know, from there, from brokenness, from being a servant, and serving others. That is the reason why, you know what, how, how the book of Revelation starts. It says, I, bond servant John, God gave me this revelation so that I can reveal this revelation to other who? Bond servants. If you want to understand the book of Revelation, what should you become? Bond servant. So that is the reason why the first choice is always between what? Life and knowledge. What do you want? Knowledge. People will run to and fro for what? Knowledge will increase, but they do not have the knowledge of God. And that is come, that comes only through revelation and that comes only through brokenness, through humility and through crushing. You know why God takes us through all situations that we are going through? Whatever situation that maybe you're, you may be going through, financial, uh, relational, job oriented, what have you. The one quintessential purpose is to break you. And what do we fight? <laughs> the very process of God we fight. That is the reason why he tells Jeremiah takes him to Jeremiah in Jeremiah chapter eighteen, he takes him to the potter's. Look at this vessel, Jeremiah. He says, Jeremiah, what do you see? He says, You know what? I see a vessel on the, on the wheel, on the potter's wheel. Don't I have the right, Jeremiah, to deal with my children the way I, wa- I wish to deal with them? Why are they fighting me? Hmm? So who has the right to the tree of life? Let us see. Let us try to answer this question. Genesis chapter 3. Then the serpent said to woman, You will not surely die. For God knows that in the day you eat of it, your eyes will be opened and you will be like God, knowing. You see that? What are you after? Knowledge. Mm -hmm. Good and evil. So when the woman, what did she see? Saw that the tree was good for food, not good for life. Pleasant to the eyes. That's exactly the reason why we like what? Every time advertisements, when you go to Ruchi, you know, yesterday Pastor was talking about Ruchi, <laughs> Ruchi restaurant, <laughs> what do you see? Nice red sambar. Hmm? Everything is like the plate is so beautifully decorated. And when you go inside, it is total unruchi only, but it is there. But you know, the decoration is so interesting. She saw it. She saw the decoration. That is the reason why do not run after decorations. You know what God says? Decorate yourself with humility. Who, like that? Who likes that decoration? Clothe yourself with humility is what your, the English Bible says. You know what in Telugu? Meaning decorate yourself so that God will get attracted to you. Mm-hmm. She saw, desirable to make one wife. She took of the fruit and she ate. She also gave it to her husband with her and he ate. Finished. After that, you know what happened. That is the reason that Paul tells you, know what? Second Corinthians chapter 11. But I fear, verse 3, lest somehow as the serpent deceived Eve by his craftiness, so your minds may not should not be corrupted from your pure and your sincere devotion to Jesus Christ or the simplicity that is in Christ. Many of the biblical teachings are very, very simple, not complicated at all. Now, you know, because I come from research background, I know what I'm talking about. You know, when you write your paper, people should not understand. (laughs) That is the whole purpose. So there's something called as abstract. Uh, uh, Abstract, you know what abstract is, right? Uh, Abstract means what did you do do in in a gist? When you read the abstract, you'll say, I don't understand. It must be very profound. (laughs) It is not (laughs) most of the time. (laughs) I'm telling you something, you know. Many of the research papers that I've, that, at least the research that we have done, you know, there are small ideas, just tweaking here and there, here and there, here, there are already existing ideas. Just tweak it here, a little bit here, tweak it a little bit there, and add a lot of mathematics, and everybody will think, oh boy, you're a mathematical genius. <laughs> That's exactly what happened when I was defending my thesis. I wrote equations on the board, left, right, and center, and the examiner was dazzled. He said, Boba, this fellow is too much. <laughs> okay, so they dazzle you. But, you know, Bible is very simple, extremely, no mathematics at all, (laughs) very, very straightforward. Prime factorization, you know, our children are struggling with factorization and everything. No, I tell you, it is not. It's very simple. Truths are so straightforward. So, So, when you read your Bible, there are two ways you can approach the Bible, for knowledge or for life. For knowledge or for the person of Jesus Christ. Look at what it says in John's Gospel, chapter 5, verse 39. You search the scriptures. What is the purpose? memorization. I'm better than you. No, no, no. Look at this. For in them you think you have what? Eternal life, right? And these are they which testify about the entire scripture is talking about me but you are not willing to come to me. What kind of blindness is this mama? You are reading the entire scripture and the scripture is right in front of you. The author is right in front of you but you are not able to understand it that it is all about me. You see when you come to the study of the word of God or even to the preaching of the word of God you can come with two purposes. Lord I want to know you. That is the reason why the prayer that Pastor Kipps kept on praying those initial days. Lord, give us the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that we may know you. Mm -hmm. If once you know God, you understand him. So you just fall in love and you'll start singing. I could sing of his love forever. Mm -hmm. Words cannot express what you have done for us. That's the reason why. Oh, for a thousand tongues to sing my great Redeemer's praise. The glories of my God and King and the riches of his grace. He breaks the power of cancelled sin. He sets the prisoners free. His love avails the worst. His love availed from me. Oh, for a thousand tongues to sing, my great, Redeemer's praise. No? But you are not willing to come to me. Understand this. So the whole purpose is to know him, to know God, not just get knowledge about the Bible. Just understand this. I want to know Jesus. I want to know, once you know, when you know God, everything will be solved. You have a personal relationship with God. That is the reason why he says, the whole purpose of redeeming you out of Egypt, from the bondage of sin, from the power of sin, and to the whole purpose is not to take you to the promised land, but to bring you to myself. And exactly the reason why Moses understands it is, he says, you know, Moses, God tells Moses, please go, you know, I'll just send one angel before you. And, and you know what Moses says? What is the whole point of going into the promised land if your presence is not there in the promised land? If your presence will not go with us, we will not go. We, these people loved God, my dear brothers and sisters. Don't love anybody else, love God. Okay. The whole purpose of teaching is to make you fall in love with, love with God, to understand the riches of His glory, so, did, so that you will break into worship and praise and adoration and thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. So what happened, you know, they fell. So look at what God, what Jesus did. Genesis chapter 3 verse 21, for also for Adam and his wife, the Lord God made tunics of skin and clothed them. And what did he do after that? (laughs) Let us see. Then the Lord God said, behold, the man has become like one of us to know he's got knowledge, but he has no character. What does he have? Mm -hmm. And now lest he put out of his hand and take also the tree of life, Access to the life without a change in character. What is going to happen to him? He's going to be eternally damned. He'll be gone away from the presence of God forever and ever and ever. So what did God do? Look at the next verse. Therefore the Lord God sent him out of the garden of Eden. Whom did he send? Adam. Okay? Understand this. To till the ground from which he was taken. So he drove out the man... That is Adam. And he placed cherubim at the east of the garden of Eden. And a what? Flaming sword which turned every way to guard the access to the tree of life. Understand this. By faith we have access to his grace upon which we stand. Understand right? Just the same language being used over here. You need to understand. Apostle Paul was writing in Greek but was thinking in Hebrew brilliant mind he was, but surrendered to God. Hmm? So, look at this. Therefore, who does not have access to the tree of life? Look at this. Read this carefully, okay? Adam and the sons of Adam cannot have access to the tree of life. Okay? Who Who has no access to the tree of life? Adam and the sons of Adam do not have access to the tree of life. It is guarded by God's sword of judgment and wrath. It's got it. A flaming sword. So if you're an Adam, you do not have access to the tree of life. No, if you want to look at the quintessential Adam, who is Adam? The Adam is that rebel of the first order. Where do you see that fellow? (laughs) You don't have to look anywhere else. (laughs) Lopalunarod. <laughs> He's there. <laughs> very close to your heart, actually. He wants to be very close to your heart. <laughs> the, the quintessential Adam. You want to know the quintessential Adam? The, I will introduce the quintessential Adam to you. Okay. Let, in other words, I'm going to introduce yourself to you today. Okay. Okay. One son of the rebel. 24 Deuteronomy chapter 21. If any man has a stubborn and a rebellious son, who's that stubborn and rebellious son? Me. I'm telling you, you know, this, this verse actually it's so close to my heart. Because you know how I got saved? One lady was preaching the word. Okay, she looked straight into my eyes and she says, Honor your father and mother and obey them. But in this congregation, she looked, she's looking at me. There are rebels. By this time you should have died. But God is extending mercy. Now, now, that is so clear. No, look, this is, I mean, there's no escape. You cannot run. <laughs> you're you just stuck there now. <laughs> I mean, you've just been arrested by God. She introduced a rebel to me. Not Prabhas, but yourself. See, that is, that is the reason why the world, we you know what it does. It embellishes rebels and gives them rebel stars. And it, it, it glorifies and magnifies rebels. You know what God says? Those rebels have to be executed, not tolerated. Mm-hmm. So look at what this is. If a man has a stubborn and a rebellious son, who will not obey? To the voice of his father or the voice of his mother. And who, when you have, what is it? Chosen them. You know what you, What happens when you chase a rebel? Children, mothers and fathers, you have children, you know what happens. If you chase and rebel, he will become more rebellious. Let me tell you something, this is a fact. I mean, my children are giving me some advice these days. Papa, if you lovingly tell us to study mathematics, we we will do it. I said, Baba, kya baat hai, you carnal minded fellows. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, this is my daughter's suggestion to me I don't know which I don't want to mention which daughter okay <laughs> <laughs> Papa if you lovingly tell us and you know that actually thought I mean it, it really man, I was started thinking you know what you have to actually teach your children to love you so that they and then obey you If you do not, if you you intimidate them and you make them and then you say, you you know what's going to happen? They will just in your house, they will pretend to honor you. But after they go out, the real rebel comes out. And then somebody will call you from the principal's office. Your son did this. My son did this? Don't be shocked. That is a rebel. (laughs) He will do it. And you know what? That rebel... You cannot chase in him. You can only chase in sons, not slaves to sin. Mm -hmm. You can only chase in oxes and not donkeys. If you chase in an ox, what will it do? It'll behave. It'll go straight. If you chase in a donkey, it'll kick you. It's got three sixty-degree vision. All eyes all around the place, no? (laughs) Rear view mirrors, he doesn't need. You know, in, in in robotics, because I'll tell you why. All these are, these are because in robotics, you know what we want to give eyes to the eyes to the robot, right? So we have what we call as laser sensors. But laser sensors view is only one hundred and eighty degrees. How is it going to see something behind? So we put two lasers, three sixty degrees donkey vision to the who to the robot. So you understand what you are now. A robot or a donkey? Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> you see. So what does he do? Then his father and mother shall take hold of him. Who's that fellow? Rebel inside. Get him out and say, this son of ours, who's that son? Me. He will not obey our voice. He is a glutton and a drunkard. I'm telling you, you cannot chase rebels. The only way, God also understands this, the only way you will keep the commandments of God is only when you love Him. The whole motivation in the new covenant changes. Mm-hmm. Look at Jeremiah chapter three. Look at Jeremiah like he he reveals your hearts in even more interesting ways. Okay, he, that is because he is the one who said, you "No, know, heart is what deceitful and desperately wicked. Who can know it? I cannot know it. You cannot know it. Everybody can know only God knows it." Mm-hmm. Look at what how he reveals our heart in Jeremiah chapter three in the NIV translation. I like it. I'll put it in two translations so that you'll get the complete rendering. Okay, if I put it in KJV, maybe you would miss it because we are not Victorians. So, verse four: Have you not just called to me? Have you not just called to me? What did you call me? Daddy, next time I will not do it. Did you not say, say that? Hmm? I told my parents so many times. Daddy, next time I will not do it. But the first thing I did the next time was the same thing. Look at what he says. My father, my friend from my youth, will you always be angry? Will your wrath continue for Daddy, please, Daddy, no, 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 please, Daddy, don't show me your anger. But you know what? This is how you talk. But you do all the evil Want you want to do. This is your problem. It's very interesting. <laughs> you will keep on saying the same thing, but you'll do whatever you want to do. That's how rebels are, no? They will come and say, Pastor, your message, Pastor, fantastic, powered up, fired up, etc. etc. Next day they are not there in the church. Next time, Pastor, I'm coming regularly to church. That never take the commitment of Adam. He's a rebel. The New Living Translation is even more interesting. Look at what he says. Hmm? Yet you say to me, Father, You've been my guidance from youth. Surely you won't be angry forever, Father. Surely you can forget about it. So you talk, but you keep on doing all the evil you want to do. That's the reason why you know what Jesus says. You worship me with your mouth, but your heart is <laughs> far away. I mean, you put a distance between me and you, your heart is not at all there in it. You see, you'll know when you love a subject with your heart, your, with your, whether your heart is in it or not. You can come and pretend in the class and say, "Yes, sir." Book again the huh? You're like yes, sir. No, sir. I know these people are not understanding anything. They want the class to get over AS, a, asap. Mm-hmm. then who will have access to the tree of life? Who can have access to the tree of life? Rebels can't. Those who betrayed God can't. That's exactly what Adam did. He betrayed God. That's That's exactly what the words Satan uses. He says, all this authority has been betrayed to me. Worship and bow down. I will give it to you. You know what Jesus says? Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God and him only thou shalt serve. Mm-hmm. So how do we do this? How do we have access? Deuteronomy chapter 32, verse 14. For I raise my hand to the heaven and say, as I live forever, this is this is God talking through Moses. If I wet my, what sword? What did he put outside the garden of Eden? Flaming sword, sclittering sword. And my hand takes hold on judgment. I will render vengeance to my enemies and repay those who hate me. I am going to execute vengeance on my enemies. How is it going to happen? How is it going to happen? But God still says, I still love Adam. I still love Adam. I want to reconcile Adam. I want to redeem Adam. But how is it possible? How is he going to do this? How is he going to reconcile his judgment and his love? How is he going to reconcile his mercy and his truths? Mm -hmm. Look at Zechariah chapter 13, verse 7. You can underline this in your Bible. Zechariah chapter 13, verse 7. Awake, O sword. What? Okay, look at this. Awake, O sword, against my shepherd. What is Against my shepherd, against the man who is... My companion. Who is that my companion? That is the reason why in 1st Timothy chapter 3, you know what Jesus, what, what Paul says? He says, you know what? There is only one mediator between God and man. Ah. The man, Christ Jesus, who is the man, who is the companion of God, and who is my shepherd. You know what God said? I'm going to take my sword, and I'm going to go against my shepherd, and I'm going to slaughter him. Was the same, says the Lord of hosts. Strike the shepherd, and the sheep will be scattered. This is exactly what Jesus uses. This is exactly what Jesus quotes in Matthew chapter 26. Look at what it says. Then verse 31. Then Jesus said to them, All of you will be made to stumble because of me this night. In other words, everybody, every one of you will get offended. You know who gets offended? Rebels get offended. Who gets offended? So if you're offended, what are you? Rebel. And offense manifests itself in many, many ways. Some people get angry. Some people cry. Okay. But that, and uh, some people feel, 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 um, they'll sulk. All these are manifestations of rebels only. So even when your children are having tears in their eyes, who's having the tear? The person who's broken because of his sin or the rebel? I should ask this question. Because those tears you also, <laughs> in a, in Telugu, it's very interesting. Musali kanni You know, crocodile, what are you? Crocodile, you are ready to devour. Your nature has not changed. I will strike the shepherd. Look at this. All of you will be made to stumble because of me this night. For it is written, I will strike the shepherd and the sheep of the flock and they will be scattered. And then, you know, Peter is like, no, 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 no. I'm not a rebel, Lord. Look at what he says. Immediately next verse, Peter answered and said, even if all are made to be offended because of you, I will never be offended. Never say, Lord, I will never, I'm never offended. You are actually offended. When you hear the word of God, Adam is offended and he's there. You know what, what, what you should do, do to Adam, crucify him every day. That fellow is coming. He's there. That is the reason why Paul says, I, what? Not die daily. Die daily. Because Adam is there every day in different, different forms. And he's got daughters, two daughters. Actually three. Lust of the flesh, lust of the eyes, pride of life, three daughters. (laughs) Adam has three daughters, Baba. Marry them, he says. I'm copying it from Pilgrim's Progress. (laughs) Marry them. Huh? Jesus said to them, Assuredly, I say to you, that this night, before the rooster crows, you will deny me three times, you fellow, who are so confident, and you do not know you're re- that you are a rebel, that you do not know that you have, a, you have the Adamic nature, you are still not born again, you still do not have the nature of the lamb. You who boasted the most. Hmm? You see, one of the things, no, you have to actually Examine your own heart and see how much of boasting is there in your in your heart. My goodness, the pride in your heart. Have you examined your pride? My goodness, you should look at the pride. Um, three, three friends were discussing. One friend said, my, my uncle is so great, he jumped into the uh, Mississippi River and came out of the Hudson River. And the other fellow got even more frustrated and he said, my uncle is so great, he jumped into the Atlantic Ocean and came out of the Pacific Ocean. And the third fellow was like, I'm going to beat these fellows now. My uncle is so great, he jumped in the tank and he came out of the tap. (laughs) Beat that you fellows. You see, you want to you want to boast? You want to boast about your giving? You want to boast about your giving in secret? Yeah, Yeah, so many times. Everybody gives nicely, I give in secret. Boasting, how? Because you are giving in secret. Look at the irony of the Adam. He boasts. I mean, he's looking for opportunities to boast. And you know what God has to do? He has to take that fellow and cause him to fail so miserably that he will say, you know what, <laughs> let me go back fishing. <laughs> let me go back fishing, baba. Peter said to him, "Even if I have to die with you." Oh my goodness, <laughs> Lord! Don't make all these things, Baba. Okay, I will never deny you. So also said all the disciples. But Peter understood this. You know what? He was a rebel. That is the reason why. You know what? Once he is reconciled, he's come back to God. He's restored to Him. You know what? Does Jesus. What is the question that Jesus asks? Oh, do you what? Love me, love me, Peter. Do you love me, Peter? You see, you do not have the genuine love of God. You cannot, see, let me tell you something. You cannot love God. We'll come to that later on. You cannot love God unless God gives you that love. And the unregenerated man has no capacity to love God. That is the reason when First Peter chapter 1, it says, having been born again of what? Incorruptible seed, the seed of the word of God. What should you do? Have sincere love for your brothers having been purified by truth. How is it possible? Only do those people who have been born from above, who are born, who have got the nature of Christ inside of them. It is impossible otherwise to love. It is impossible. Don't quit trying to love God. And love is not a mushy feeling. We'll come to that later on. No. I'm going ahead of, my, ahead of myself. So 1st Peter chapter 2, you know what, this is what Peter has to say. Look at what he says. He understands this lesson very well. For to this you were called, because Christ also suffered for us, leaving as an example, that you should follow his footsteps, footsteps, who committed no sin, nor was deceit found in his mouth. But what happened? Who when he was reviled, did not revile in return. When he suffered, did not threaten, but committed himself, to him who judges righteously. In other words, there's a lot of lot of depth over there. You know what he's saying? He's just not saying, you know what, God is not, he's going to vindicate me. That is just not the word he's he's trying to use. He's allowing God for the justice of God to fall upon him for the entire Adamic race. So he can reconcile the sons of Adam. Yes, God is going to vindicate me that I'm righteous. But he's also allowing the justice of God to fall upon him. I mean, Peter was uh, so, so was leading worship. Ah, uh, Abel was leading worship. He said, "Forget what he. I mean, one of the things that he used was uh, forget, forget the word that he used. He judges. He judged him so that he could reconcile us. And therefore, he continues to use certain interesting phraseology. Who himself bore what our sins in his own body? Where?" Look at the phraseology again. Not on the cross, on the tree. That we who have died to sins might live for righteousness by whose stripes we are healed. For you were all sheep who had scattered but now you have returned in repentance. Reconciled that rebel has been reconciled to God in repentance to the shepherd and the overseer of our souls. You have come back to him in repentance. Therefore, the very next verse in the book of Deuteronomy after the slaughter of the rebel, you know what it is? Look at what it says in Deuteronomy chapter 21, verse 22. If a man has committed a sin deserving of death, we just, we just finished on one fellow. Who that fellow? Rebel and a glutton. Hmm? What should he do? He is to put, he is to be put to death and hang on a tree and what does the bible say cursed is a man who hangs on the tree and you know what galatians chapter 3 verse 13 and 14 says christ became a curse for us upon the tree the entire wrath of god the justice of god fell upon him so that we can be reconciled to god and we can have access to the tree of life therefore if any man is in christ what is he He is a new creation all things, old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. You know why? In Christ, God was reconciling the entire rebellic, rebelli, rebellious Adamic race back to himself when they come back to him in true repentance and humility. What is repentance? The reconciliation of the rebel back to his father. So First Corinthians chapter 15, verse 22. For in Adam, what happens? All die. So in Christ, all shall be made alive. Why? Now you're beginning to have access to the tree of life in Christ Jesus. Because in Christ Jesus, God judged our sin, our rebellion and our curse. He judged it. You know what? That is the reason why you should love the cross. You should love the preaching of the cross. You should embrace the preaching of the cross. And that is the reason why we know what Paul says... By my boasting, my boasting, God forbid that I should boast in anything except in the cross of the Lord Jesus Christ by whom the world has been crucified to me and I to the world. You know what that means? When the world sees me, the world when it sees me, it sees a man who's hanging on the tree, a rebel who's hanging on the tree, crucified. When I see the world, what do I see? I see a man who's hanging on the tree, crucified. The world has no power over me, no effect of me because I've been dead to the world now. You see, you can never articulate this enough through your life unless and until it has become it has it has become part of you progressively you see one of the, one of the convictions that i have generally these days i mean after after you know pastor been teaching us about fasting and prayer you know what i'm what i'm thinking you now is like if i have to read and understand any scripture there's one way i can actually understand it in depth it's only when i subject myself to fasting and prayer and humble myself before god no you know why? Because every epistle was written from a, from a prison. It was it was not written by a man who was was who was at ease. No, and I, I cannot sit in my easy chair <laughs> and try to analyze with my mind what a man who is in prison writing it to the church. Understand? We are some people like the pastor was saying. You know, people are cushioned. Every place, every church you go, what do what do they give you? Cushions. Sit comfortably. Two things <laughs> in Nepali service. Not yesterday's Nepali service. before <laughs> Two things people are after. What are they after? Comfort and what? Security. Who said, who, who said that? Ah, you oh yeah. Nepali people will understand. It's comfort and security. So kanga What should you do? We have high tech classrooms. What do you have in your high tech classrooms? ACs. What will happen to them? They will put our children to sleep. You have never seen classes now. Sweating, writing notes, and your sweat falling on your notebooks, and you're your using your ink pen. Well, did you experience that? I mean, see? What do we give our children now? Separate offices, 2500 pencils. You should look at my, my wife's sisters, okay. Man, they are careful about even a single pencil that they got those days. They have camelin pencil, no? You know camelin pencil? With those flowers and the white thing? They have those pencils from those days? Those pencils is to protect, no? Domes. Apsara. Natraj. Yenala macha. Different kinds of pens. You go to Himalaya, you go to the pencil section, you will be lost in the pencil section. Hmm? Which one to choose? Dark pencil, less dark pencil, hybrid pencil, this pencil, that pencil. My goodness, the choice. Those days, whatever I have given you is the choice. You do not even know what a fountain pen is. You know that, right? Fountain pen under delsaniko, no? Wait, if I say fountain pen, I think they'll say, "Oh, the f- some kind of pen." <laughs> that is the mindset that they have these days, huh? Oh Lord! There was a pilot, pen, something called as pilot pen and pilot pen ink. To get a pilot pen, my father used to say, "If you get so many marks, you will get a pilot pen." And then Parker pen, that is the ultimate signature that you have arrived. Comforts. You see, we are a people who desire comforts. We are gluttonous consumers of meat. Hmm? Understand this. When you read the Bible, don't read it just ordinarily. This There was a tremendous price which was paid for the word of God. And there's a tremendous price to be paid for the word of God to be preached from the pulpit in an uncompromising way. if you love comfort, you will never have access to the tree of life. Mm-hmm. In Adam, all die. In Christ, what have you done? You've become made alive. Therefore, you have to become born again. That is the reason why I love the word justification. You know what the, justi- the word justification means? It means five, at least five things. acquitted, Second, not guilty. Third, made, uh, declared righteous. What is that? Let's say that. Acquitted. Not guilty. So declared not guilty. So let's do that once again. Okay. Acquitted. Declared not guilty. Declared righteous. The fourth part we don't like. Made righteous. Ah. Right. Made righteous. It's just not a change of label. Salt ko change karke sugar banana usko. Salt change and change. In one, ah. It's not a change of label. You are declared righteous. You are made righteous. And fifth one, just as if you have never sinned. Say that again. First thing. Acquitted. Say that. Acquitted. After me. Okay. Acquitted. Declared not guilty. Declared righteous. Made righteous. Just as if you have never sinned. That is justification. That is the reason why it says having been justified by faith, we have peace with God. Now we have access to that grace upon which we stand, we have access to the tree of life only through new birth. And therefore we have to have this complete thorough assurance that I'm truly indeed saved. Let us not fool ourselves. Otherwise we'll be fooling ourselves. Mm -hmm. So look at what it says in 1st Corinthians chapter 15. How did this happen? How did Jesus accomplish, accomplish this? Verse 45. And so it is written, the first man, notice, notice, the phraseology over here. The first man Adam became a living soul. Okay, that's a, that's a word. And the, what is that? Last Adam. Who's the last Adam? Jesus is the last Adam. Okay, became a life giving spirit so if you identify yourself with the last adam what has happened the judgment of god has fallen on the last adam what what happens however the spiritual is not the first but the natural and afterward the spiritual the first man is of the earth and what what is the next word he's using What what is it what is it second the last adam has now become what the second man through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. No, you are a new race. What race? The Jesus Christ race. The new DNA is inside of you. You have been born again by the spirit of God and by the word of God. The incorruptible word the seed of the word of God. Through which you are born again. That is the reason why you know what Paul Peter says in 1 Peter chapter 2. He says, you are a chosen what? Generation. You have a new DNA inside of you. Because you are not only declared righteous. You have been made righteous in seed form at least. And that which is born of God, God born of God cannot sin anymore. You know why? Because it is born from above. It has got the DNA of God. And it hates sin with a perfect hatred. And it hates rebellion with a perfect hatred. And it has a desire to please God and to love God. You know why? Because you know why? It has been born again into a living hope and a new hope. Therefore, you need to have this first assurance. You have access to the three of life only in repentance and regeneration and in new birth. Do you understand that? Look at what it says in Proverbs chapter eleven, verse thirty. Let's see, Proverbs chapter eleven, verse thirty. The fruit of the what righteous, okay? <clears throat> you'll you'll see that word is is in what italics. That means you are not there, okay? Okay, let's read that. No, without it, italics, okay? Let's cancel out th- is okay. The fruit of righteous, a tree of life. Look at that. Now the whole thing changes. The whole dynamic changes. The fruit of righteous, tree of life. A tree of life. And he who wins souls is wise. How does this happen? And what is the first fundamental fruit of the righteous? Of a man who's been acquitted, who's been declared not guilty, who's been made righteous, declared righteous and made righteous. What does he have? He comes back to God in repentance. And he bears fruit meat of repentance. Look at what it says in Luke's gospel chapter 3. Luke's gospel chapter 3 verse 7 onwards. And he said to the multitudes that came out to be baptized by him. What did you call him? Brood of vipers. Kya you know there's there's a there's a poem in, in Telugu. Funny in is means snake. Funny has poison on its head. I'm just paraphrasing, okay? But a rebellious man has poison all over his body. But what <laughs> profound thought it is. satakam okay. You know, some people are called uh, uh, or from other they're called his. Name. What is your name? Funny snake. Hmm. Hmm. Very interesting names they have. Hmm? Funny. What is your name? Funny. I had, a, I had a best friend. Best friend. Okay. Funny. His name is Funny. Or what happens when you are with the best friends who's who's funny? You also become funny. Not funny and funny. Okay. <laughs> that that is the reason why you know what he is calling brood of, because they are all together. Funnies are always together. Have you seen? Snakes do not have single individuals. They have eggs, not egg. And when all the eggs hatch, you should see the sight. All the snakes are like this, like this, like this, like this, like entangled with each other. That is what you are, brood of vipers. And when you look at it, you'll say, I want to kiss that snake. No, you'll run for your life. Brood of vipers. What do you have? Poison. That is the reason why, you know what the Bible says in Romans chapter 3, the poison of asps is under their lips. What is there? The poison of asps. And how do you express that poison? Through your words. Poison is expressed through their words. Okay. You can, you can, this is only actions. Okay. You can fill in the blanks. Damsharads, we are calling Damsharads. <laughs> you know whatever it is, okay? In, in my Damsharads, I am I'm, I'm using my, you, you can fill in the blanks for the Damsharads. Hmm? Brood of vipers, who has fleed, who has warned you to flee from the wrath to come? There is a wrath, the, the judgment of God, the sword, the glittering sword of God. That is the reason why when Jesus comes, what will come out of his mouth is a double-edged sword, which is going to judge the people. The word of God, which is going to judge. Who has warned you to flee from the wrath to come? What should you do? Therefore, therefore, bear fruits worthy of repentance. You see that? The fruit of the righteous is, what? Tree of life. And first sign of life is that you bear fruit worthy of repentance. What is repentance? Changing your mind. Let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts and let them return to the Lord. See, you can never return to the Lord in your body unless until you have a change of mind first. That is the reason why the prodigal son, the rebel, you know what he had to do? First, he spoke to himself. When he came to his what? Senses. And he started thinking, right? And then he said, let me arise. He turned back to his father. First the thoughts. And then you return. Let the wicked forsake his way. And let the unrighteous man his thoughts. And let them be reconciled to God in repentance. And therefore he says, prayer, fruit in keeping with repentance. Show that you have proved to yourself and prove to God that you have truly repented. Do not begin to say yourself that we have. Who is our father? Abraham. So I'm telling you honestly, God, children of God, here, all small children, you are not Christians because your father and mother is a Christian. Understand? Just because your dad is a pastor doesn't mean you're going to become a child of God. No, 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 no. You have to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior by yourself. Because God does not have grandchildren. All are God's children. Everybody has to come back to Jesus and reconcile and have to be reconciled to him in repentance. Repentance. Repentance and faith towards God. That's a foundational, fundamental principle and doctrine in Christianity. And look at what it's what happens? Immediately, everybody starts asking questions. Except the Pharisees. Pharisees, who are you? Who told you? Where are you from? Give you your give your ordination certificate, etc. etc. Which Bible college? They'll ask him. Because they're offended. Other people will say, you know, normal people. No, normal people, they have no issues. Normal people will say one thing. You know what they will say? For I say to you that God is able to raise up children from Abraham from these stones. And even now, the axe is what? Laid to the root. See, you have to be just not declared righteous. You have to be made righteous. Therefore, every tree which does not bear fruit. And what should you bear? Fruit of repentance first. Is thrown down into the fire. And therefore, immediately, so the people ask them, what shall we do? What shall we do? That's exactly what you should ask. What shall we do? And Peter says, "This Jesus, whom you have crucified, uh, you, whom you crucified, God has bade both Christ and Lord." And they said, "What shall we do?" They said, "You know what Jesus? Uh, what Peter said? Repent and be baptized, every one of you, and you will receive the what? The gift of the Holy Spirit." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He who has two tunics, let him give to him. You know what happens now? You begin to lay down your life. Ah, oh, exactly. Like uh, uh, what's his name? Oh. Abel was saying, no? Just like Jesus Christ. Je- Jesus was the one who laid down his life for his disciples. And, and you know what he says in 1 John chapter 3, verse 16? Just as Christ laid down his life for, his, for us, we also ought to lay down our lives for our others. And you know how we de- lay down your life? Well, let me tell you how I generally try to practice in my own life. Whenever I come, I say, Lord... I want to give the best to the people whom you have asked me to minister. In order for me to give the best to the people whom whom you have asked me to minister, grant me the grace that I will work hard and keep my mind pure. I will not allow any of the things of this world to contaminate my thought process so that whatever comes out of my mouth will bring life. Because what am I doing? I am laying down my life in one way. So that when I minister to you, I minister life. Therefore, the Bible says, if any man desires to come after me, what should he do? He should deny himself, pick up the cross, and then follow me. Mm-hmm. It's a resolution you have to take. I'm teaching this uh, children once one hymn, no. They beginning to like it. I am resolved. No? I am resolved. To follow my savior, leaving my sin and strife. I am resolved to follow my savior, leaving my sin and strife. He is the true one, he is the just one, he has the rewards of life. I am resolved to follow, I am, I am resolved to enter the kingdom, leaving my paths of sin. I am resolved to enter the kingdom, leaving my paths of sin. Friends may oppose me, force may beset me. Still, I will enter in. Kya bata. I will hasten to him. Hasten so glad and free. Jesus, what is it? Jesus, Jesus, greatest, highest, I shall come to thee. Mm -hmm. Okay. Understand this. Starts there. Laying down your life, right? And then again, the tax collectors came to be baptized and said, teacher, what shall we do? Don't cheat. Don't cheat. Okay. Don't intimidate people. See, there's certain things you have. I mean, there's... God will clearly do, ask you what to do. Just exactly what happened to Zacchaeus. Zacchaeus, nothing had to do, uh, Jesus had to say to Zacchaeus. The moment Christ entered into his house, he said, first thing what I'll do is, half my goods I will give to the poor. And if I've taken anything from anybody wrongfully, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to restore fourfold. And what Jesus says, today salvation has come into his house for, 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 he is also, he is indeed a son of Abraham now. Now he is a son of Abraham. You know why? He has come back to me in repentance. And that rebel has been reconciled to me. Likewise, soldiers also. Our soldiers, police officers, Rakshakabata. okay, customs, customs duty officers. My goodness, customs duty officers. Torture only. Especially when they are in that UP border in Gorakhpur, no? when you come from the Nepal border, they will torture you. They have to, they want to extract something out of you. So he said, <laughs> do not accuse falsely and be content with your wages. Okay, from that time on, they, they had problems with wages. <laughs> you know, in US and Canada, it's a very interesting thing actually. You know why, they, generally I've seen that cops are very honest in US and Canada. You know why? Because if they catch you, and if they give you a ticket, they have an incentive. The government will give them an incentive, so you cannot buy them. I mean, I, it's stunning actually. I, I, I was driving with my with my friend from uh, Montreal to Ottawa. Okay, oh, he was going at incredible pace. Okay, and then and uh, he, he it was a rented car. I didn't have a, a license. I mean, we were also all three of us driving to Ottawa. So, police officer caught us. Okay. By default, all youngsters, they will catch Okay. If you are speeding, they caught us. They caught us. He says, you, you seem to be in a hurry. He said, sorry, sir, sorry, sir. No? Sorry, sir. Sorry, sir. I said, okay. Can I have your license? He said, yeah, he just showed the license. He looked at the license. He took the license. He went to the, uh, to the, uh, to the computer and he typed his license number and he realized that time that his license expired. He says, uh, does any of your friends have a license? What do we have license? No license. You cannot drive your car. No, in India, sir, 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 sir. No, you cannot drive your car. You cannot drive your car. So what did he do? He called the tow way. And the tow way came. He put us all in the car. The tow took the car onto itself. And we are all on the tow truck. Not towards Ottawa, away from Ottawa to the nearest bus stop. And after that, we were scolding our friend and using all kinds of choices languages to against him and said, yes, no or no. You have to buy a ticket now to Ottawa and back. <laughs> See, they will never compromise. No, sir. It's not, it's not gonna work. I mean it's 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 scary only. I mean, from New York to Montreal, <laughs> I remember Vasadevan Janadhan. hey you shut up, you fellow, he said. No. And then the ticket came. What is the ticket? The state of New York versus Vasudevani Janardhan. What is that? You sinned <laughs> against the whole state, <laughs> you fellow. <laughs> oh, unbelievable! You see, they don't compromise and because they paid well. Actually, they paid well. I mean, compared to India, India. I don't know. I'm just not going to say too so much. Content with your wages? You see, they'll he'll ask you to do what? What you? You will specifically tell you. Specifically tell you what you should do. For for, for uh, Paul, he said, What must I do? He said, You go and shut your mouth, I will tell you. What will, progressively I will tell you. He will tell you. Don't worry. Okay. Proverbs chapter 15, verse 4. Next, tree of life. A wholesome tongue, ease is there, no? Remove ease, no? A wholesome tongue, a tree of life. A wholesome tongue, a tree of life. But perverseness in it breaks the spirit. You know, the way people break other spirit is by the words that they use. That is our standard use in our in our homes. No? That is all our language. If you do not study, you'll become a beggar. And so the motivation for you to study is what? I do not want to become a beggar. Because the, the, the because you have all that all these thought processes running in your mind. And that lady said, chichipo. That chichipo is the most, uh, that, that is something which you want to avoid. And so what do you do? you study. And that is not the way you motivate children. My daughters were very, very wise when they came to me. Papa, love us. Tell mathematics in love. And we will begin to love mathematics. I said, okay, thank you. <laughs> you see, powerness in the tongue will break the spirit. You see, that is what we need. The anointing of God over our tongues. So, how do we get these tongues? You know what? Th- tongue is a weapon, and that's what James chapter three says. All kinds of animals, fish, serpents, reptiles, snakes, wild animals have been tamed. They become sadhu in Telugu. They become sadhu Sundar Singh. What? All the animals in those world have become sadhu Sundar Singh except one one animal. What is that fellow? Tongue. That cannot be sadhified. You cannot sanctify that fellow. But if you have, that's what he says. If a man is able to bridle his tongue, what kind of a man is he? Perfect man. Not the one who wears raiments. Who is the complete man? Who has got power and the control over his tongue. How do you get control over this instrument? Again, the way of the cross. Look at what it says in Romans chapter 6. Therefore, do not let sin reign in your mortal bodies, that you should obey its lusts. And do not present your members as instruments of unrighteousness to sin, but present your members to God. Present yourselves to God first. Present yourselves to God as being alive from the dead. Again, that is again 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 the cross. And your members. What, is, what are your members? Tongue, eyes, ears, etc. Starts with the ears. Start with what? Ears. As instruments of righteousness to God. And then it says, For sin shall not have dominion over you, because you are no longer under law. But Grace. So how do you do this? First, first, look at this is Jesus. Okay. This is we, the way of Jesus Disciplined his tongue. We also discipline our tongue. The way of Jesus. What is the way of Jesus? Isaiah chapter 50 verse 4. The way of Jesus. Okay. The Lord has given me what? The tongue of a disciple. What do you need? The tongue of a disciple. You need a tongue of a disciple. How do you get the tongue of a disciple, my dear brothers? Look at what it says. So that you may know how to sustain the weary one and not break the spirit. What breaks the spirit? Perverseness in your, in your, in your tongue. Breaks the spirit of people. You're perverse. You're crooked in your, in the way you talk. There, there is, there is double meaning. There is, there is intimidation. There is what, what do you call? There is, uh, sarcasm. You put down people. You call them names. You know, there is a difference in hasyam and apahasyam. You know what hasyam means? Comedy. Apahasyam means mockery. Co- not comedy, uh, laughter, laughter or, or 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 humor. Hasyam means humor, and apahasyam means mockery. Mockery, I, I, I actually mock. So, what people do in movies, they mock. There's no humor. Hey, you're black, you're fat, you're. What are you doing? You're. You are pulling down people with their, with your tongue. There is perverseness in your tongue. We are not against humor. There is humor. That is hasyam. And that is the reason why blessed is a man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits, sits in the seat of the what? Scoffers. You know what, is it? what, is it? what it is in Telugu? Apahasakulu. You know what apahasakulu These are people who mock. And that is the reason why the Bible says, in the last days who will come? Scoffers will come who are driven by their own lusts. wholesome tongue. We need a disciplined tongue. and in order to get a disciplined tongue, you know what you should do. How many years did God give you? How many years? There's a proportion. Proportional hearing and proportional speaking. Twice a year, half speak. What is it? Ah, Very clear. So what does he do? So he may know how to sustain the weary one with the word. He awakens me morning by morning. He awakens my ear to listen. The Lord has opened my ear and I was not disobedient, nor I did not turn back. I did not become a rebel. How is a rebel broken? By giving his Ear as instruments of what? Righteousness to God. And once you have disciplined your ear, what do you have? A disciplined tongue. Therefore, one of the things that you need to do when you come to church is Ecclesiastes chapter 5. Look at what it says in Ecclesiastes chapter 5, verse 1 onwards. Guard your steps as you go to the house of God. And approach to what? To listen rather than to offer the sacrifice of fools. For they do not know that they're, that they are doing evil evil do not be quick with your mouth or impulsive in your thought bringing up a matter in the presence of god for god is in heaven and you are on earth therefore let your words be few talk less listen more talk less listen more discipline that is the reason why the best part of the worship service the best act of worship you know what is the best act of worship when you give to god your undivided attention when the preaching of the word of god is happening and you know who the who the pastor is is the worship leader he's the actual worship leader you know why He is drawing your attention, not to himself, but to the word of God. And when you say, Lord, speak, your servant is hearing. And that is the reason why his name is, what what Samuel means. You know what Samuel means? The Lord hears Samuel. Why does the Lord hear Samuel? Because Samuel hears the Lord. Simple equation. Simple equation. Shammai El, meaning the one whom Lord, the God hears, the, the Lord hears. And why does Shammai El because El Shama. Huh? Because Samuel hears the Lord. You see? Okay, so first thing. Come to God in repentance. Second thing. What is that? Give your tongue to God, especially the instruments of your body as instruments of righteousness, especially your tongue and your ear. Your tongue and your ear. Your tongue and your ear. So the more you hear the word of God, more what you will speak is words of faith. Oh, nothing is happening in my life. Nothing is happening. Nothing is happening. Yesterday, you should listen to the Nepali service. Don't be anxious. Oh, July is there. So many bills to be paid. Huh? You know what God, Jesus says, sit down. Sit down. Give to me what you have in your hands. So many bills to be paid. So many things. Anxious, 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 anxious. And don't speak your anxiety. Be sit, be still in his presence and listen to what he's saying. Okay. Be still and know. That I am God. In other words, if you are still, you will not know that he is God. That is the reason it tells Martha, Martha, you are troubled and worried and tossed about with so many things. But one thing is needful and Mary has chosen that one thing. What is that one thing? To sit at my feet and listen to my voice. Listen, 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 listen. Okay. okay. To speak for let's say one hour, you know what? The proportion is at least 20 hours of listening i'm giving you the equation i'm not i'm not joking to speak for one hour is equal to 20 hours of listening and studying and hearing and why do you have why why is there confusion in your life because you have not listened carefully to to to, to the instructions one of the disciplines we have to teach our children listen carefully to what i'm saying listen carefully to what i'm saying do not make read carefully the instructions listen 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 carefully mm-hmm. understand this the third thing Proverbs chapter 3. Blessed is a person who finds wisdom and one who understands understanding, obtains understanding. For her profit is better than the profit of silver, and a produce better than fine gold. Than gold. She is more precious than jewels and nothing you desire can compare to her. And who is this? He's talking about wisdom. In other words, put a premium on the word of God. Put a premium on the exposition of the word of God. Say Lord, I'm all ears. What am I? All years. My entire—if my entire body were in here, I'm that. Or two years. We have f- four speakers in our—in our four speakers, right, Sami? Five speakers. So, thank, thank you, thank you, Sami. Five is the number of grace for you to have clarity. But what happens? You choose comfort over clarity. And what happens many of the times? I don't have to say. Hmm? Precious. Then look at what it says. Long life is in her right hand. Long life means eternal life, okay? In her left hand are riches and honor. Her ways are pleasant ways and her paths are peace. She is a tree of life to those who take hold of her and happy are those who find her. Okay. Put a premium on the word of God. Arundati, put a premium on the word of God. Okay, na? Mm-hmm. Put a premium there is dhyanam there is paradhyanam you know what Dhyanam means right concentration paradhyanam means dream so interesting our, our english indian languages are very fantastic dhyanam paradhyanam many children in the, word of, in, in the in the church are in what mode paradhyanam mode not dhyanam mode She's a tree of life put a premium Put all yours. And I'm, I'm not telling you something which I have not practiced in my life. I can, I can, I can tell you instances where I was driving and listening to, to, to some teaching or something. Because there was no clarity, I wanted to listen to something, I just pull my car to the shoulder, rewind, and re, and listen again. Put a premium on that. Look at what it says in John's gospel, chapter six, the one who eats my flesh and drinks my blood, what is that tree of life, right? Has eternal life and I will raise him up in the last day for my flesh is true food and my blood is true drink. The one who eats my flesh and drinks my blood remains in me and I in him. So then many of his disciples, when they heard this statement, when they heard this, they said, this statement is very I, I like the NSB. Okay, it's it, uh, uh, other translations will use the word hard teaching. This play, these words are very unpleasant. You, should, I I'll tell you how it is. No, I, I see it in my own school. No? I said, guys, your, ma- your ta- mathematical tables are terrible. Okay, one of the things you have to practice, memorize tables from eleven to twenty. From what to what? Abigailista, eleven to twenty, and those words are what? Pleasant to their ears? Very unpleasant very very unpleasant but you know when they will, then when they will become pleasant when they're able to solve equations by just seeing the question then they will say oh my goodness my 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 pastor or uh, my maths teacher no what he taught me then was good at at that instant it will be very unpleasant and they will say this is a very hard teaching it how they want to be pampered How can you get subject if you are pampered? How can you achieve any success in anything in this world when you are pampered? I have an engineering degree. Everybody's engineering degree. It's like like getting license from uh, our Indian government. Everybody has license. You know how they got license, no? Somehow they got license. And you should, when I went for my first license training, okay, that, that, that fellow said, you know what, sir, we will get your license, no problem. Driving test, we will be there. I said, how are you going to do driving test? How are you going to do driving test? I have to drive, right? Are you going to sit in my place and drive? No, 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 no. That fellow will be standing there outside and be shouting instructions, sir. Like this. He has to do somehow to get. And that fellow, the officer is watching. You know why? Because that fellow is paid off. That is the reason why we have the most number of accidents on our road. I'm telling you, honestly, if you go to, that is how I like the West. Some of the things in the West are incredible. You get a license in one of the places in US and Canada, it's one of the most difficult things to get. That fellow will sit next to you, the examiner. How you sit, how how you're putting the seat belt, when are you removing the seatbelt, how fast you're driving, how slow you're driving, whether you're driving because I'm, sit, I'm sitting next to you. Evil psychoanalysis analysis is happening. And the most difficult thing is the parallel parking. You know what they have to do? First, they have to unbuckle their seatbelt, look behind and do parallel parking. That is where most desis go. What are they using? Mirrors. No mirrors. Very unpleasant. When they get the result. You have failed the test. Unpleasant. Is the word of God unpleasant to you? It's good. When it's unpleasant. But Jesus was aware that his disciples were complaining about this and he said, is this offensive? What if you see the Son of Man ascending to where he was before? It is a spirit who gives life. What gives life? Spirit. The flesh profits nothing. The words that I've spoken to you, they are spirit. And they are life. You know what happens after that? As a result of this, many of his disciples left. They drew back. It says in other translations, and it says, "The just shall live by faith." And if any man what draws back, my soul shall have no pleasure in him, and would no longer walk with him. So Jesus said to his disciples, the twelve, "Do you also want to go?" Simon said, "Lord, where shall we go?" You alone. Have the words of life. We put a premium on the word of God. You and you alone have the word of God. You have the words of life. There is revelation. We put a premium on that. We do not want anything else in this world other than you. And the words that you speak to us. Okay. First, repentance. Second, offering in the members of your body as instruments of righteousness. Third, putting a premium on the word of God. Fourth, Proverbs chapter 13 verse 12. Hope deferred makes the heart sick, sorry okay hope hoped hope hope. sorry, what is it okay hope deferred makes the heart sick, but when the desire comes, what is it? it is a tree of life hope deferred what does what does it mean <clears throat> first Corinthians chapter fifteen verse nineteen if we hoped in Christ only in this life, what are we? We are the most pitiable of all people. You know, if you read the entire old covenant, you know who was the sickest fellow in the old covenant? Can anybody say? The fellow who was the most sick. Exactly. Thank you. Solomon, you read Ecclesiastes. This, this made me sick, this made me sick, this made me sick, this made me sick, this made me sick. Women made me sick. Wine made me sick. Laughter made me sick. Madness made me sick. Knowledge made me sick. Projects made me sick. Righteousness made me sick. Wisdom made me sick. The sickest fellow in the old covenant was Solomon. You know why? He wanted life not under the sun, but under the sun. His life was completely in this life. And you know what he says? Ultimately everything is what? Chasing after the wind. Sickest fellow. Not even Naman. <laughs> not even the person who had uh, uh, lepra- uh, lepros- leprosy. The sickest fellow was was Solomon. You should see. He confesses. I. This made me sick. That made me sick. Madness made me sick. You know what? He pursued madness. Do you know that? He pursued madness. And he did not become mad. I mean, he says, my heart was guiding me with wisdom, it says. Kya bat? Don't try all that tricks. You know, it's like, you know, don't try this in home. And you read the book of Ecclesiastes, don't try this in your life. Read me. Hope differ. makes the heart sick. Where is your hope? It depends upon where is your hope. Hope is in the person of Jesus Christ when he's coming back. Look at what it says in 2 Corinthians chapter 4. The man who was the man after the, after the Lord Jesus Christ, verse 16. Therefore, we do not lose heart. We do not lose heart, it does not, does not made my heart heart sick. you know why? why? but though our outer person is decaying, yet our inner person is being renewed day by day. How for our momentary and light affliction, what kind of light and momentary affliction did you have beaten five times thirty nine lashes? That is the momentary affliction thirty nine times five just just do a calculation. how many times how many lashes was he given? shipwreck so many times hunger often fasting often perils of enemies perils of false brethren perils with so many perils perils at sea perils at land what is he calling it what moment what affliction light and momentary affliction you know why because he has a deferred hope and that is on the other side of eternity For our momentary light affliction is producing for us an eternal weight of glory, far beyond all comparison. This is the NASB translation. While we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are unseen. For the things which are seen are temporary, the things which are unseen are eternal. Therefore, if your eyes are on the temporary, it will make your heart sick i'm telling you honestly over and over i will tell you this if your eyes on a uh, temporary it will make your heart sick if you do not focus your eyes on jesus it will make your heart sick everything will sicken you it's like this no morning you what is your favorite food let us say biryani morning biryani lunch biryani dinner biryani next day morning biryani lunch biryani Next day, that's exactly what happened to the children of Israel. How many days did God give them meat to eat? 30 days until it came out of their nostrils and they started hating it. That's exactly what will happen. Okay. So these are all temporal. <laughs> Only God can give us. That is something. That is the reason why keep your eyes on the eternal things and not on the temporal things. That's the reason why we sing that song now. I am, I am resolved no longer to linger. What is that? Charmed by the world's delight. Kya baat hai? I am resolved no longer to linger. Charmed by the world's delight. Things that are higher, things that are nobler have allured my sight. Kya baat hai? You know what Gehazi means? You know what Gehazi means? Valley of vision. Where is he? In the valley. And his vision has been completely obscured. By the what? By the temporal. By the temporal. Titus chapter 2, let's come back to that. For the grace of God has appeared that offers salvation to all people. It teaches us to say no to ungodliness and worldly passions and to live self-control, upright and godly lives in the present. Why? While we wait for the blessed hope, the appearing of the glory of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. Okay? Okay? 1 John chapter 3 verse 2. Beloved, now we are children of God and it has not appeared yet what we will be. We know that when he appears, we will be like him because we will see him just as he is. And everyone who has this hope, what does he do? He purifies himself because one day I'm going to see him. My hope is deferred hope, but it's not making my heart sick. You know why? It's a tree of life. One day I'm going to see him. I have this hope that I'm going to see him. I have this hope that I'm one, one day I'm going to meet my savior. That is the reason why Peter says, having not seen him, still you love him and you are what? Filled with inexpressible joy, which is full of glory. Mm-hmm. First thing, therefore, come back to God in repentance. Second thing, offer the members of your body as instruments of righteousness. Third thing, put a premium, put a premium on the word of God, because that is a tree of life. That is the, that is the only thing which is able to save your souls. Fourth thing, put your eyes not on the temporal, but on the eternal. And the fifth and the final thing, ultimate thing, ultimate thing is a four letter word: L O V E, love. Look at what it says in Revelation chapter two, verse four. I have this against you, that you have left your first love. Therefore, remember from when you have fallen. You know what Telugu, telugu word for first love is? Toli prema. What prema? Hmm, there's a movie, but one one star. What what star? Uh, Thank you. Congratulations. Okay, make database in make. Okay. <laughs> the, the, the name of the movie. He became a, a big sensation after that. The name of the movie was Toli Prema. First love. You know what? Ultimate tuliprema is towards God, not towards any man. You know what? They will make you sick. If your tuliprema is your wife or your husband, they will make you sick. Honestly, only God can fulfill you. Nobody else. How long will you stay at home and look at each other? And one day your wife will say, please get out of the home, do something. What is he doing? You're making me yeah, sick. That is the reason why the maximum number of divorces when, During lockdown, ironically. Why? You make me sick. I thought you fulfilled me, but you're making me sick. It's interesting <laughs> during lockdown, we were the people who were maximum who stayed away from the wife it's interesting, isn't it <laughs> because we were in the church office for almost like fifty days at a stretch huh? I, mean, I mean, I don't want to say so many things. I have so many my words verses which are coming to my mind, but I don't want to offend you, okay, okay, therefore, remember from where you' have fallen. And repent and do the deeds that you did first. Or else I am coming to you and I will remove your lampstand from your place. Unless you what? Repent. Repent of what? That you have fallen from your first love. The one who has an ear, let him hear the spirit says. To the one who overcomes, verse 7, I will what? Grant him to eat from the tree of life, which is in the paradise of God. One of the things that you access, that's what I said. The motivation for all of these things is the love towards God. And how do we love him? We love him because he first loved us. And we love him because we were people who are undeserving, undeserving sinners and our responses responses because of the love that we have uh, that we have that we have experienced from him, from his side look at look at what it says in luke's gospel chapter 7 i, I wrote it as like 7 but it is luke 7 okay I'm sorry for the typo like 7 okay it's not luke 7 it's like 7 and i think it's um, tongue in cheek then he turned toward woman and said to simon do you see this woman simon i came into your house you know how you inv- invited me i'll tell you how you invited me you said jesus there is food in our house come off and you know what you did? You made Jesus sit in line with others. You know, in our, in our, uh, uh, in our uh, Andhra, after the wedding is over, there is what we call as meals. You know what they will, how they will uh, serve the meals. Everybody sits in one line. Okay. all the guests are in one line. Who is there among the among the guests? Jesus also is in that one line. Hey, Sambar, come here, serve here. Hey, Bulal, come here, serve here. That is how service is happening. And in the midst of all this one woman comes. There are hundreds of guests over there. In that line, Jesus is also sitting. No invitation, nothing. I mean, if you go to just generally, if you go to some pastors' conferences or some meetings when they when when they invite pastor along with me, I mean along past along past for they invite pastor, and then I'm also a tag along, okay? I just do tag, okay? And then they after the meeting is over, they give us respect and honor. They'll say, please sit here, sir. We will separate separate meals for you. You are not in the same group as the others. I mean, we will not make you sit with the others. But what does Simon do? Everybody, the creator of the universe is also going to sit in the same line. And he's going to wait for Sambar like the rest of us. No respect. Look at what happens. Do you see this woman, Simon? I came into your house. I came into your house and you treated me just like anybody else. You did not give me any special special invitation, Simon. You don't give me water to my feet. At least, minimum. Sanitizer also you didn't give me. You get COVID or don't get COVID. You just eat. That's it. Whatever I give you. You don't give me a kiss. But this woman, from the time I entered, has not stopped kissing my feet. For you did not put oil to my hair to my head and she has poured the perfume on my feet. Therefore, I tell you, her many sins have been forgiven and her great love has has been shown. For whoever has been forgiven little, loves little. See that? Why do you love him? Because he has forgiven you and he has given you the access of the tree of life. The penalty of sin that was supposed supposed to fall on you fell upon him. And now you have access to God and you think that is light? Look at what it says. And love is not a mushy-mushy feeling. No, This is not emotional. Honestly, I'm telling you, look at what it says in John's Gospel, chapter 14, verse 21. The one who has my commandments, the one who has my commandments, not just period, no. The one who has my commandments and keeps them, he is the one who loves me. Oh Lord, I do not feel that love. Just keep obeying. You'll get the love automatically. What do you do? What do you get? You'll get the love automatically once you start obeying God. You'll get it. That is the reason why it says, the love of God will be shed abroad in your hearts through the Holy Spirit, even as you walk in obedience. Notwithstanding all the trials, all the persecutions that you might face, all the opposition that you may be having. Because you know what? It's birthing in you what we call this proven character. And what does proven character build? It builds hope. And hope does not disappoint. You know why? The love of God is shed abroad in our hearts through the Holy Spirit. Romans chapter 5, verse 5. 1 John chapter 5. Everyone who believes that Jesus... Jesus is the, is the Christ, has been born of God, and everyone who loves the father, loves the child born of him. By this we know that we love the children of God when we love God and follow his commandments. Look at what he says the next verse. For this is the love of God, that we keep his commandments, and his commands are not burdensome. That is the reason why your attitude towards the word of God actually shows your attitude towards God. How much you love God is shown how much you love His Word, because you you cannot separate the two. They are not mutually exclusive. You cannot not you cannot love God and not love His Word. It is impossible for you to do that. It's impossible. You will love because you want to hear Psalm 119 verse 47. Look at what he says. This is a man who loved God. Just see how he loved his word, his relationship with the word. And I will delight myself in the commandments which I have loved. Can anybody delight in commands? Hmm. I have loved. I delight in them because I loved those commands. Read the next verse together. Psalm 119 verse 48. My hands also will I lift up unto thy commandments which I have loved. And I will meditate in thy statutes. Why you meditate upon your girlfriend or your boyfriend? Because you love. Simple. And you keep on reading the same letter over and over again? Because you love. Why you preserve all those pep- all those letters? Because you love. There are three genres in literature. I told you, no? There is called Vedam. There is Puranam. There is Kavyam. What is that? Vedam, Puranam kavyam vedam means law we have the law purana means story we have the story and kavya means poetry you know what the bible says uh, you know you know one, one man says you know what vedam speaks to us like a king you have to do this and this only you have to do story speaks to you like a friend are you do this ray it will be well with you you know what poetry speaks to you like a like a lover and you know what is the best thing? One guy says, "You know, poetry speaks to you like a girlfriend." And what whom do you listen to? All three genres God uses. And what is the genre you like the most in the in 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 the, in the entire Bible? Tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me. Psalms. Huh? Why? Poetry. Poetry has a way of expressing thoughts, which is remarkable. That's the highest form of literature. That is the reason why he says we are God's what. Boema, workmanship, the highest form of literature. We are God's love letter. Mm-hmm. Love. Next verse. Psalm 119, verse 97. Oh, how I love thy law. What is that? Genesis, <laughs> Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers and Deuteronomy. Come on. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Come on. Oh, how, how is it you can love the law unless you love the person who has given the law? It's impossible to love the law unless you love the lawmaker. It is impossible. on I'm the lawgiver. It is impossible. It is my meditation all day. Mm-hmm. See, examine your thoughts. You'll know how much you love God. Examine your thoughts through the day. Psalm 119 verse 113. I hate vain thoughts. <laughs> Look at this. I hate vain thoughts, but thy law, what do I do? I love. I love. Look at what he says in Jeremiah chapter 4. No, Jeremiah chapter 4. Oh, Jerusalem, wash your heart from wickedness that you may be saved. How long shall evil thoughts, vain thoughts lodge within you? You have given them nice free accommodation. Rent free their occupying space in your mind. Other translation will use, will use uh, this is the NIV. Jerusalem, wash evil from your heart and be saved. How long will you harbor? You know what harbor means, right? They have put what? Anchor. 1st Peter chapter 4, verse 1. Therefore, since Christ suffered for us in the flesh, arm yourselves with the same thinking. It's a a thought process. Hmm? Psalm 119, verse 119. Like this. I I like this again. Thou puttest away all wicked from the earth like dross. Therefore, I love thy testimonies. Again, it's love. Psalm 119, verses 126 and 127. Just just look at this man. I just want to show these verses so that you, you understand how this guy loved the world. This is David. It is time for thee, Lord, to work, for they have made void thy law. That's exactly what is happening in the Word. They have made the law of God void. Therefore, I love thy commandments about gold and about fine gold. Psalm 119, verse 132. Look thou upon me and be merciful unto me. Why should I? Why should I be merciful unto you, as thou usest to do unto those that what love thy name? Psalm 119 verse 140. Thy word is very pure. Therefore thy servant loveth it. See that? 119 verse 159. Consider how I love thy precepts. Quicken me, O Lord, according to thy loving kindness. Because I love thy precepts. 163, last verse. I hate and abhor lying. But what? Thy law do I love. Your commandments are not burdensome. Genesis chapter 29 last verse then laban said to jacob because you are my relative should you therefore serve me for nothing tell me what shall what shall, what shall your what, what shall your wages be now laban had two daughters the name of the older one was leah and the name of the younger was rachel and naturally you get attracted to yeah, rachel by the way you know what uh, rebecca means Ensnarer. that's exactly what it means it's a wrong wrong choice for a girl's name. Okay, and by the way, just 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 by default. Okay, and Leah's eyes were weak, uh, but Rachel was beautiful in figure and appearance. Now Jacob loved Rachel, so he said, "I will serve you seven years for your young, younger daughter, Rachel." Everybody's all yours. See, hmm? Lavanya, under Love one said, "It is better that I give her to you than to give her to somebody else." No, he didn't say I will give it give her to you. He never made any promises like that. It is better for me to give her give her to you. So Jacob served seven years for Rachel. How many years? Seven years. And they seemed to him like only a few days. Why? Because of us? Love. Now for a Rachel, you can love like this. And you know what Paul says? Uh, the light and momentary affliction is storing for us a far more eternal weight of glory while we look at things which are not seen. So what is the whole purpose of the the commandment? That you love him. Exodus chapter 19, let's visit our verse once again, so that we will not forget from where we came. Hmm? Then the Lord said to Moses, Go to the people and consecrate them today and tomorrow, and let them wash their clothes, and let them be ready for the third day. For on the third day, I will come upon Mount Sinai in the sight of all people. So how do you wash yourself and be ready? By allowing yourself access to the tree of life. The very life of God, when it starts to begin manifest in you. And especially in the final thing, when you love him. So five things we looked at. What's the first thing? Coming back to God in repentance. Second thing, what is the second thing? What is that second thing? You forgot, I forgot. (laughs) Remember, remember. Yeah? Offering your the instruments of your body as instruments of righteousness. Third one. For God. Get those, get those, get those five things I showed you. Five things, no? Five things. I always look at five, seven, ten, and twelve. If I have time for twelve, I can I can show you twelve. But five things. Keep these things, five things in your mind. First thing. Understand this. Come back to God in repentance. That's the first place. Start with repentance. Offer the instruments of your body as instruments of righteousness. Okay. Third. Hope deferred makes the heart sick, but but that when the when the when the desire comes, it's a tree of life. Keep your eyes on the seen and not on the uh, I would say unseen and not unseen. Final final thing, the fifth thing, ask God to give you that genuine love for his word. And when you keep his word, it will not be burdensome. Only when you love his commands and not just obey it out of sheer as as a slave, but not as a son. Okay? Five things to keep this in mind. And when you do this, the word of God will continuously cleanse you and you will be continuously sanctified and one day you will be a bride ready gloriously apparelled without spot and wrinkle for our master, for our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Let's pray. Close our eyes and let's pray. It's been time. It's quite some time we spend. So let's start off this seventh month. Seventh month. Lord, have mercy. Have mercy upon us, Lord. Enable us to love you. Enable us to love you, Lord. Enable us to love you, Lord. Love you, Lord. Pour your love into our hearts, Lord. Enable us to love your word. Love your word, Lord. Love your word. Just not just listen to it. Just love it, Lord. And obey it, O Lord. Obey your word and love your word. Let it go together. And if you love me your word says we will keep your commands and your commands will not be burdensome. This love is impossible oh Lord, unless you give us that love. And this love Lord has to be guarded for if any man loves this world the love of the father will not be in him. That's what your word says. Enable us to guard that that love for you without leaking it away. By pursuing things which are temporal. Like Demas, who loved this present age and forsook the higher calling which was in Christ Jesus. Because he looked at the temporary and not on the eternal. Grant us grace to that and we pray. We thank you, Father. We praise you. We worship you. We give you glory. For in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. See you all in the evening for our Q&A session.